Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and the Beer Store. Marinero Sig Podcast talking NFL. Big one tonight. San Francisco at Tennessee. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery Stores and at the Beer Store as well. The number one. NFL fantasy expert in the world until proven otherwise. Adam Rank, how you doing, bud? I'm doing very well, but I had way too many shares of Tom Brady this season, and it ultimately cost me in a number of leagues. Oh, really? Yeah. And it, you know what? I should have looked ahead for the playoff schedule. I know that Tom Brady had struggled against, although he played very well against the Saints earlier this season. He had four touchdowns against them. I thought that it was going to be an opportunity to not do as great. But still started him. I didn't expect him to go out there and not score a single point on the board in real in reality. His first shutout in forever. It was crazy. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Bucks, Le'Veon Bell. What do you think? Man, you know what? I think they just want some depth at the position. I think that one of the reasons they brought in Giovanni Bernard is they wanted him to be that pass catching back. And for lack of a better term, like a be a James White type of receiver for them. The interesting thing that developed over the last month or so was that Leonard Fournette became a really good receiver out of the backfield to the point that when, when Giovanni Bernard went down, they didn't really miss a beat because Leonard Fournette was so good as a receiver out of the backfield. And to me, missing Chris Godwin is going to be huge, but I think that missing Fournette as a receiver is something that could really impact this team. They need him back for the playoffs, obviously, and Le'Veon Bell is just there because I think that, you know, they're tired. I think he's, I think Tom is tired of seeing Keyshawn Vaughn and these guys drop passes. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I was watching the Hulu trailer for How I Met Your Father. It's cool to try to recapture the magic once again, but, you know, it doesn't always work out. Is it safe to say that he's going to be a good start, though, for your fantasy? We're not starting him. I don't, I, I barely start, I barely like starting Ronald Jones. Like, again, because, Fournette was so great as a receiver out of the backfield, but yeah. you know what? With so many, there's so many injuries, and now Austin Eckler's in the COVID list. Like you might have to start Ronald Jones, but it's not something that I would normally like to do. With Dalvin Cook on the COVID protocol list, who are some good running backs to pick up? Well, hopefully you've already had Alexander Madison on your on your roster. He was activated on Wednesday from the COVID list. He's ready to go. A couple of interesting notes here about the Minnesota Vikings is number yeah. one. Dalvin Cook, whenever he's gone, Alexander Madison has played great. And the the Vikings don't timeshare at all. They go with whoever their top running back is. He gets the majority of the work. And so without Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison should have the same sort of workload. And at times, he's outperformed Dalvin Cook when he's been the solo back. So if you have him, then I think you start him without any hesitation. Man, do I like your shirt that you're wearing today. I just oh, I can't you. get my eyes. I look at that beautiful Chicago shirt. Very, very nice. A.J. Brown, let me talk to you about him. Is he a good start despite not being 100%, uh, 100% healthy? Well, I think that, you know, they 
they obviously need him. So I don't know if he's being rushed back or anything, but I will trust the Titans that if he's on the field, he's going to be available and ready to go. And he's had nine plus targets in five of his last six games. The 49ers weakness is at the cornerback position, which of course could be, you know, overcome by having a strong pass rush, which they do. And the Titans will be missing a couple of tackles, but I still expect the Titans to try to get the ball into the hands of Julio Jones, AJ Brown, maybe some quicker passes to get him started, to get him going again. So I'd feel very comfortable starting A.J. Brown if you have him tonight. Kyler Murray, he's been struggling. Would you feel comfortable starting him against a tough Colts defense? Yeah, this is not an ideal situation, and it's something that we saw last year where he struggled down the stretch. This Cardinals team looked like a lock to make the playoffs at the end of last year. They lost a, like three consecutive games at the end of the season. The Bears snuck into the playoffs. And I'm not saying that the same thing is going to happen this year, but we're starting to see a repeatable pattern with Kyler Murray not being able to stand up through the course of a season. And it's crazy, too, because they played very well when Colt McCoy was the, was the quarterback, not that they should go to him. But I think that when you look at the quarterback situation right now, there's a lot of – the quarterbacks – it's just not good. Like it just, there's no reason. I don't know who you would start over Kyler Murray. Yeah, I I hear Kyler you. Murray is a top 10 guy by default. It's not that somebody's playing better than him. It's just like, there's just not a lot of options and there's a lot of good players who aren't playing well. So I think if you have Kyler Murray, even in a, in a difficult matchup, you have to start him. Murray, Rogers, Brady, Fields, uh, Allen, a lot of great quarterbacks in this league. And if you want to pick up their jersey, sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and even our sick merchandise. Yeah, buddy. You can use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items. Seeing as you're wearing your beautiful Chicago t-shirt yeah. today, let me ask you about the Bears head coaching job next season. Because for me, there's a number one candidate, and I'm wondering, and name me the first person who comes off the top of your head, and then I'll name you the first person who comes off the top of my head, and we'll see if it's the same person. Or actually, is this, is I can write realistic? it. Is it realistic? On, hold on a second. I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper. This way I can tell you whether it was the same person. Okay, here we go. I'm writing it. Um, number one coaching candidate could be. Oh, my gosh. As my can just went flying. Oh, man. I don't know if that's a good sign or not. I hope that you actually – I hope this – I don't know if that's an omen or whatever it is. It's good. I'm going to say one, whether it's realistic or not, we can debate. But to me, it makes a lot of sense. And I would say that with everything that's happened in New Orleans, with the quarterback situation being as it is, I think they could somehow find a way to get Sean Payton to come back home. Remember, Sean Payton is a former Bears quarterback. I would love for them to try to find a way to bring in Sean Payton. I don't know if it's realistic. I don't know if it's possible, but that would be my choice. Doug Peterson is also a very interesting. Listen, that's also a very interesting one too. Like we've already started to hear whispers that Jacksonville could be in the mix for him. Tom Pelissaro reported last week on Good Morning Football Weekend that perhaps, you know, Doug Peterson is in Florida playing golf right now if he's ready to go. To me, I think Doug Peterson is great. The only question I have, and this is this is you know going to come up during the interview process, is the way his yep. tenure ended in Philadelphia. Yeah, how much of it was dependent 
on Frank Reich, who is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. I the Indianapolis you. Colts, who might be the best team in the AFC right now. So it's an interesting name. I, again, pie in the sky, uh, shooting for the moon. I would try to get Sean Payton away from New Orleans, but obviously Doug Peterson would be somebody I would consider, especially because the Bears want to bring in somebody who has NFL head coaching experience. Yeah, Ian Rappaport coming up. Before I get to Ian, I want to do rapid fire with you, which I'll do with Ian later on as well. So you're ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Titans 49ers, who you got? I've got the Titans in a bounce back game. This is one they have to win. I know they've got injuries, but I love the Titans tonight. Colts Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I know that I was just running them down, talking about how it's been a, a difference. But again, I'm going to start leaning towards teams that are desperate for victories, which the Cardinals absolutely are. So I'm going to say that they win a squeaker. Here's a biggie. Bills, Pats. You know what? I think the Bills go in there and win. I think that what we saw for that stretch with the New England Patriots was great, and it's a testament to what a great coach Bill Belichick is. But I think now, after losing earlier, I think the pressure's kind of off the Bills, and they can kind of go back to playing a little bit more loose. Josh Allen, the last time he played in New England, actually had a really nice game. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen and the Bills. Rams-Vikings. Rams. Definitely the Rams. The Vikings should have lost. Listen, I know I sound like a bitter Bears fan, which I am. They should have been destroyed in that game. And I think that the Rams go in there, handle their business. I think Stafford bounces back, although Stafford was fine against the Seahawks. Stafford bounces back, and the Rams beat him. Ravens-Bengals. You know what? I picked the Ravens, and I know a lot of people were upset. The, the, the Twitter, my Twitter mentions have been lit up by Bengals yeah. fans. But Welcome I, to my world. But listen, I, I, I can't imagine a scenario where the Ravens lose four consecutive games. They've lost three by a grand total of four points. They're going to bounce back. It's, no, the Ravens are going to Their coach is probably responsible for two of them, by the way. Broncos Raiders. Uh, I think I picked the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders in that one. Steelers, Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs. Even with all the with all the COVID news, I still think the Chiefs should handle them. And Cowboys, Washington. You know what? I know that everybody. Listen, I'm going to go with Washington. Ask Cash about this one. I'm very interested. I will. I can't wait. I want I want Cash's input on this because I really do believe that uh, I I think they I think Washington bounces. Washington always plays well in Dallas too. So Adam. I'm, Enjoy your football, and I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas, bud. It's always fun talking to you. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. This has been fun this year, and look forward to talking to you next week. Love your shirt, buddy. All right. Ian Rappaport coming up. Word on the street with Rap Sheet. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How you doing? Good. I'm just trying to put back my can, which had fallen off. All right. I okay. saw you not doing yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, with the NFL Network, the number one insider in the game, there's plenty to talk about. The Saints are starting rookie Ian Book this week. What can we expect from him, in your opinion? I have no idea. It's unbelievably fascinating. Uh, and it's weird for me this year. You know, there's been a lot of COVID things that have been bad. I mean, players in and out. Obviously, you never want to hear anyone struggling health-wise, although certainly it seems this latest iteration of COVID-19 does not affect people severely, seems a lot milder. Uh, almost everyone who is vaccinated has, you know, little to no symptoms, which is good. Um, but still, you don't want anyone to get sick. That said, it has led to some really interesting things. Garrett Gilbert playing an actual game and starting. Ian Book for the Saints starting on Monday night. And 
he had a great college career. The Saints really like him. They like his sort of moxie. Yeah. They like the way he's a gamer. Arm strength is fine, but he's a tough little dude. I have no idea what to expect, but I was just thinking about this. And it's not like I'm excited because of the COVID stuff, but it really does lend to some like fascinating TV watching. Like we would not get to see this guy. Yeah. And now in a very important game, we really do. Yeah, for sure. Pro Bowl teams announced. Uh, are there any snubs in your opinion? Um, Cordell Patterson not getting on there as a running back was a big time snub for me. I was surprised about that. Um, you know, I would say that uh, that certainly is one. No Matthew Stafford, another one kind of surprised me. And not that he's been like a world beater, but like so much hype and publicity. Uh, I sort of, you know, I sort of thought he would be on there. I mean, that those to me um, are probably my two biggest snubs. There's there's some some good ones like Rayshon Slater is a first year player as a left tackle making it like he should be on there, you know, like. Uh, those are the ones I like to see when it's, it's, you know, it's not like, oh, rookie, you got to wait your turn. It's like, you deserve to be on there. You should be on there. Micah Parsons on there. Jamar Chase on there. Like, it, I thought it was a pretty good list. Like, I have a lot fewer snubs this year than I do usually. Uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, what are we hearing? Out for the rest of the regular season, back for the playoffs? I would say that's the most likely scenario. He has not been placed. Um, he has not been placed on injured reserve. And you'd think if they needed a roster spot, they would do it. Remember this year's a little different because it's not like you need roster spots. You can, you know, promote guys from the practice squad. endlessly. Yeah. So, you know, my guess is they probably just leave him on the active roster, probably out two games. And then, you know, if you need him for the third game, which would be the season finale, if they got to have it, then he probably plays. But, you know, the only thing that matters, honestly, is are they going to be ready for the playoffs? At You're right. Early? That is very good. Like the same thing with uh, the Tennessee Titans, of course, and uh, Derrick Henry. I mean, it could yeah. be a, a blessing in disguise in Tennessee, and it could be a blessing in disguise in Tampa Bay. That is if Tennessee makes the playoffs because they got a real big one tonight, which I'm going to ask you about in a second. They do. But before I do, the Pats versus the Bills this week, Cole Beasley's on the COVID list. Um, is he eligible to return? Not this Sunday. Uh, he is unvaccinated. If you are unvaccinated, you are out 10 days. So he is out 10 days. And, you know, there are a lot of reasons to get vaccinated. I'm sure there were reasons that Cole Beasley decided to not get vaccinated. Certainly, he received a lot of education about it and decided to go his own route, which I guess is fine. Uh, everyone's allowed to do, I guess, whatever they want within the rules, right? But it hurts his team dramatically because had he been vaccinated there was a chance he would have cleared the list and been off it you know within six days or something like that instead um you know certainly not to be not to be for cole beasley so yeah he is out this sunday and oh i don't know the biggest game of the bill season college football uh just announced that if a team is unable to play due to COVID, that they're gonna have to forfeit could you see the na the the nfl taking the same approach going forward only if it's due to a vast number of unvaccinated players. So, like, I, I don't understand that. I mean, I covered college football in the past. I love yeah. college football. I don't get it. So, like, players are vaccinated. They've received their boosters. If 30 of them test positive in a global pandemic but have no symptoms and followed protocols, like, you really want to penalize them? Like, what are we – you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing here? I don't know. I, I got a lot of problems with that. 
hopefully it doesn't come to that, but I, I thought that was ridiculous. As of today, right now, Thursday, December 23rd in the afternoon, where's Cooper Cup on your MVP watch? You know, I would not say he's very high. He is a great player, and he is a Pro Bowl easy player. He is an all-pro player. But I don't think he's an MVP because, to me, MVP is like your team cannot survive without him. And if he is not there, he changes things dramatically. Like I think Jonathan Taylor and w- would be higher for me. Derrick Henry, had he been healthy, would have been higher for me. There's a bunch of quarterbacks that would have been higher. Aaron Rodgers, um, without him, Green Bay's finished. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hundred percent and he's playing great. Like I would, yeah, I don't know to me, he's much higher for me. Um, you know, even like, like Micah Parsons has been so key for Dallas. He's not getting any votes, but like, yeah. he probably deserves more to me, but I love Cooper cup as a player. It's not saying that's just strictly the MVP. So who's number one, Rogers or Brady today? Pro- probably Rogers, Rogers, yeah, probably Rogers. I thought this would be a big push for Kyler Murray. Didn't seem like we're getting that push, though, which is interesting. Tailed off over the last couple of weeks. All right. I did rapid fire with Adam, and I'd like to do rapid fire with you as well. Uh, Let's go through these quickly, and then we'll get to Cash, uh, who's going to give us his picks. Let's go with Titans 49ers. Uh, I love the game. I'm so excited for it. It's a weird, great matchup. Two teams that I think are going to both try to run the ball. 49ers are deep and physical, and they're going to pound it, and that is okay. Um, we have not really, since Derrick Henry went out, Ryan Tannehill has been a different player. Uh, if the Titans are going to win, you're going to have to see a very, very good Ryan Tannehill tonight, which is possible. I can't wait for this game tonight either. Um, so your winner is, oh, geez, uh, probably the 49ers. Colts Cardinals. Uh, I think the Colts. Cardinals look like they're going in the wrong direction. And it's weird because you and I have spent so much time talking about like, yeah, Cardinals going to do what they did last year. They can, and then like, I could tell, you no as many times as I want, because I thought they were good. Cole McCoy started, they went two and one without Kyler Murray. And then they're back in the same position again. So they have to win. I just don't think they're going to, because the culture tough and physical too. And that's really who wins in December. A couple of weeks ago, the Pats humiliated the Bills by basically running the ball all game, only attempting like three passes or whatever it yep. was. They're probably going to try and do the same. Do the Bills lose to the to the Pats this time again? I'd say probably not. You know, usually, um, usually, the 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 right team ends up winning, right? So yeah, I thought the weather was weird last time. Patriots had a strange strategy. It was awesome, but it was strange, weird game. Uh, and the Bills were pissed off, and they sounded pissed off, and McDermott didn't give credit to Belichick, and there was a lot of weird stuff going on there. I think they bounce back, and they need to because they're a team that, you know, should be a Super Bowl-ready team, and to do that, you got to win games like this. I remember at the end of the game, they didn't like fielding questions from the reporters either. The defense felt like they were being humiliated, and they said, we'll remember what what you're saying. Rams-Vikings. Uh, Dalvin Cook is not going to play. He is out due to COVID because he is an unvaccinated player. So either way, he is out for five days or 10 days. But either way, he's out five days. Um, You know, that makes it tough for me. That makes it tough for the Vikings to win. Even though they have Alexander Madison, I would say Vikings probably do not win. Ravens-Bengals. I think it's just too, too many obstacles for the Ravens. You know, they got a lot of players out with COVID. They probably won't have Lamar Jackson again. 
probably Tyler Huntley, uh, again, who, who acquitted himself well. Just, yeah, I, I thought know, he played well. I thought he played well too, but, you know, at some point, um, at some point, you know, it's just going to all catch up with them, and I think that's going to be the case here. Broncos Raiders. Um, it's going to be Drew Locke getting the start. Uh, we've been all waiting for him this year. It's been all Bridgewater, but, you know, I think the Raiders, who I, I sort of left for dead, I think the Raiders end up winning this. Uh, probably an up-and-down battle for Drew Locke, I would say. Steelers-Chiefs. Um, Chiefs have a bunch of COVID issues. I'd like to know who they get back. Do they get Travis Kelsey back, for instance? Do they get Tyreek Hill back? But let's say it just stays like this and they don't get anybody back. Um, I think probably Steelers. And, you know, I could see a situation where Kansas City gets up early, Roethlisberger turns it on, really starts making plays at the end and ends up winning. Like we've seen that formula throughout the year. I think we're going to see it again. And an ending, Cowboys-Washington? Uh, I think the Cowboys win. Washington's too beat up in a lot of different ways. Um, Cowboys doesn't seem like I've been playing good football for about a month or so, but I think they put it together and end up doing it on Sunday. Ian, I'll tell you something you already know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It's an honor talking football with you every week. I wish you and yours all the very best. Merry Christmas, bud. I love talking to you, too. Have a great Christmas as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's now time for us to make some money. That would make it a very Merry Christmas. Let's try. Cash, what's going on? What's happening, man? I'm excited for tonight's game. All right, make me some money because I spent a lot of it on Christmas gifts already. There's very little left in my pocket. I need some money, Cash. Make me some money. Yeah, I got to pick right off the bat, and it's not going to make the producers happy, but I'm loyal to my bank account, and I'm loyal to money in my pocket. Uh, right away, guys, I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers on the money line. I think they're going to get there. I think they're going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be close. The Titans have issues with their offensive linemen. Uh, guys, it's going to be an ugly game. Nick Bosa is going to get pressure. In my opinion, this guy might be the defensive player of the year. Give me the 49ers on the money line. I don't think it's close. Here's the thing, guys, and this is the thing that Adam Rank said. He said it perfectly. Tannehill's going to have to throw the ball, and the 49ers have a weakness in the secondary. But that can be neutralized like we saw in the last Super Bowl. If you get pressure on the quarterback, like what's going to happen today, like Nick Bosa is going to be there, Armstead's going to be there, it can get ugly for Tannehill. He's not going to be able to get the ball out. Give me the 49ers on a big bet. Um, Tony, I saw you You and Adam were talking about uh, the Cowboys and the Washington. Yeah. Here's the thing. The spread's 10.5, and, a, half, and most, a lot of the public's going to look for the 10.5 with Washington, especially because the Saints were 10.5-point underdogs against the Bucks, and look what happened. Brady got shut out, right? Everyone's going to be looking at the dog. I like the Cowboys, guys. It's not even about the offense. It's about the defense. This defense is number one against the pass. They're elite. Uh, I love this team. Give me a Super Bowl future on these guys. These guys are legit. They're going to come here clean Washington. It's not going to be close. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm honestly. I might not even watch this game. I think it's going to get really ugly. Uh, third pick for you guys. Ravens plus three. I love it. I think Tyler Huntley's legit. I don't know if he's Lamar, but this guy's good. John Harbaugh. This look. He's been getting a lot of flack for going for two. I actually think it was the right call. Verdict can still be out on. Well, that. you know, I don't think it's ever the right call when it doesn't work out. It's the right call when it works out. Well, and it's put them in a rough spot. So. I still like them plus three. I like them on the money line. I think they get it done, guys. These are still the Bengals. The Bengals have been great this year, but we're talking about we're still talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. We're talking about an elite football team that's made the playoffs, I think, six years in a row. They have a Super Bowl this decade. Give me the Ravens plus three. This is, this is the game of their season. This is probably the most important game of their season. Uh, one last game, guys. Christmas game. Browns and the Packers. I'm looking at the Browns plus seven and a half. 
it's going to be unlikely they make the playoffs, but if they need a game, it's this game. They don't have a choice. They got to win this game. Give me the seven and a half points. I think it's too many. The Browns get there and cover the number. But guys, the most important bet I want everybody making is the San Francisco 49ers on the money line. It is my favorite pick I've had in a while. All right. So there you have it. Four picks from my buddy Cash. I run my bets as his handle. 49ers, Cowboys, Ravens, Browns. On the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Browns, he's got one unit. On the 49ers, he's got three units. That's his whale play. He's my buddy Cash. Make me some cash. I spent all of it for Christmas. See you, bud. Have a Merry Christmas. Thanks, Tony. Marinero, the sick podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your fun. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocer and The Beer Store.